Today on the show, I talk about the difference between intentions versus goals. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Please continue to do this by sharing it with a friend. If you know someone that you think would benefit from this, please share it with them. This is how you can help me get the word out. You can also go to iTunes and rate and review the podcast. And uh, this helps as well. If you're enjoying the content that I'm providing for you, please make a donation. Go to thestoryofmepodcast.com, and on the contact page, there's a donate button. Make a contribution to help continue to support this podcast. Again, you can send me your questions and connect with me on all social media at thestoryofmepodcast.com website. Okay, now let's get to it. Beautiful am I Bountiful am I Blissful am I Beautiful am I Welcome to the story of me with Amarjit Singh. This is where my guests and I share personal stories from our life and explore the psychological insights that were learned from these experiences. Each story will entertain you, as well as increase your understanding of your own psychological patterns. Then, through the principles of yoga psychology, you will learn how to overcome the resistance that is holding you back from living a more fulfilling life. Join me every Tuesday for a new episode, where I share my experiences in psychological understanding, interview guests, and answer listener questions. Now let's get started with the podcast that awakens your inner power through awareness and understanding. Welcome to the show. My name is Amarjit Singh and I am your host. Thank you for joining me today. So today on the program, I thought I would talk about intentions. Now there's a lot of areas to cover when we're talking about intentions The first one I would like to talk about to separate the word intentions from goals. What is the difference? We often hear that we need to set intentions. What does this really mean to set an intention? Is this just a euphemism for goal or objective that we use in the yoga community to sound less ambitious? Or is there a distinction between goal and intention? When we set a goal, we are focused on a particular outcome. We're looking for a particular result, and so our eye is focused on the finish line, on whatever this is that we're doing. When we dedicate ourselves to accomplishing this goal, people who are determined to achieve their goal are considered ambitious. We even say they are goal-oriented or ambitiously driven. And we all know what it means to set a goal, but how is this different from setting an intention? When we set an intention, aren't we also focused on a particular outcome? The main difference between ambition and intention is where you're placing your focus. So, You can be ambitiously driven or spiritually driven. Ambitiously driven is dedicating yourself to a particular goal. Being spiritually driven is dedicating yourself to the path. 
when you dedicate yourself to the path, you are committing without desire. You surrender and dedicate yourself to the path without regard to the outcome. Now, this is different from striving or using ambition to focus your will. So imagine that you're ambitiously driven and you're trying to complete a task. Now, what is on your mind is the completion of this task, what it needs to be look like, how it needs to come out, and anything related to the result of this task. Now, what happens when things begin to go wrong during the process? Well, you probably get a little stressed out because you're seeing that it's not going to have the same result that you wanted. And now you're not enjoying this process, you're worried, and you're having a lot of stress, and maybe you don't know if you can even finish this project. Now, when you dedicate yourself to the path, the result is not as important. So now, during this project, when there are problems, it's okay because you're focused on the path. You're focused on being receptive to what's happening in the moment. You're not thinking about how this needs to be. Because if you look at whether it's something regarding your career or hobbies or just your personal life, when we put so much pressure on ourselves to try to finish something, we all always start to worry when things go wrong. And then we start to doubt ourselves. We start to say, am I enough? Am I capable of finishing this? Is this going to work out? And when we start to do this, we're not present. And all of suffering comes from not being present. So what you're doing is you're looking to the future and you're saying, maybe I'm not capable of reaching this future, whether it's the lifestyle I want to have or the career or, or some project I'm working on. But if you dedicate yourself to the path and say, no matter what happens, I'm going to continue to work on this. So let's imagine that you're trying to learn a song on the guitar. Well. It may be a difficult song, and when you have a problem, you may get frustrated with yourself and say, maybe I can't finish this. Maybe I'm having difficulty, and maybe I don't have the skills necessary to play this song. And so you don't put any work into it then, and you give up. And you perpetuate what you didn't want to happen to happen. And we do this quite often. We start to do something and then we have some fear or some anxiety or some self-doubt and then we stop. And this is because we're goal-oriented. We're focused on the result. Instead, you need to focus on the moment, the process of learning the song or the process of doing it, whatever it is that you're doing, Learn to enjoy the process. If you can find some enjoyment in the process of doing something, it'll hold you to be present. And you will get lost in the moment, as they say. You will get lost in what you're doing, and there will be less resistance 
from yourself. Because what we do is we judge ourselves, we judge what we're doing, and then this creates resistance. We have apprehension that we can't fulfill the intended objective. So it's important to learn to enjoy the process of whatever it is that you're doing. Learn to be in that moment, not thinking about what happened before or what's going to happen in the future, but what's going on in this moment and how do I make this moment the most expressive in whatever it is that I'm doing. And this is what we say as being spiritually driven or dedicated to the path. Because now if we have an obstacle and it presents itself, we are less likely to give up because we're focused on the path. But if we're focused on the outcome, we're ambitious and we're focused on, am I going to achieve my goal? The self-doubt comes, some problems come, and it's easier to give up because we put more pressure on ourselves. But if instead we're focused on the path, we're dedicated to the path, and we understand when things change in this path and when we have difficulties, that's part of the path. There's less resistance and there's less of a probability that we're going to give up because we're dedicated to the path. We're not worried, is this going to turn out the right way? Is this going to be perfect? But how am I doing right now? Am I able to breathe? Am I able to take into consideration what's happening and how to adapt and not being rigid and stuck on this preconceived notion of how things should be in the process of whatever it is? Because we have these ideas that life should be this way or this experience should be this way. And this is what brings suffering because we have these expectations. And these expectations create a lot of anxiety. They create a lot of stress and they give us a measurement to judge ourselves. But if you have no expectation, no judgment, then you're able to get lost, as they say, in the process. And so you dedicate yourself to the path and you commit without desire. You surrender and dedicate yourself to the path without regard to the result. Not worrying about what is this going to turn out like. This is the difference created by striving or being ambitiously driven to do something or focusing your will based on dedicating to the path. Because when you commit, you're committing to walking down the path and enjoying the walk, no matter what obstacles you encounter. Applying your will through ambition is an attachment. It's focusing on a destination, on a predetermined result. Which one are you going to get discouraged more easily from when you have these difficult obstacles which everyone encounters? The one that's focused on results because when obstacles arise, this is when all the self-doubt and all the fears start to appear. And you haven't committed to the path. You've chosen a destination and now there's doubt that you're going to be able to achieve this. But if you dedicate yourself to the true self, to the soul, 
to the consciousness, to its purpose in its self-expression, this is the opposite of giving your life to the ego, to your mind. And if you give your life to your ego, you are impulse and materially driven. If you dedicate your life to your soul, you are spiritually driven. And you cannot be in the middle. The middle is just a justification for a weak will. It means that you give in to the ego, except where it's easy to withdraw. And this is how we trick ourselves. So how can you tell if you're spiritually driven or ambitiously driven? How are you setting your intentions? Are you focused on the result? Are you learning to enjoy the process of what you're doing in life? Whether it's cleaning the house or making a cake or making dinner, you should learn how to enjoy the process of everything you're doing. This is dedicating yourself to the path, saying, I'm going to do this no matter what happens, so allow things to happen. But if you just are focused on this result, it's very easy to get discouraged. And so I, I suggest to look at your life. How are you dedicating yourself to things? It's an unconscious thing, and you're not formally putting the words down, but how are you doing it? Are you lost in the process, or are you focused all the time on the result? And this is something to take awareness of in your own life, whether it's designing your home or cleaning your home or setting your intentions for your life. Are you enjoying the process? Or are you discouraged? Are you being negative because you're lost in this focus or this mindset of the future, of what's going to happen? And this is difficult, especially when you have economics and relationships and all these other outside influences to not let them affect you. But the better you can learn on how to enjoy the process and how to use it, your intentions instead of this goal-oriented or goal-driven uh, approach, then you're going to start to enjoy the process and you're going to learn more and be more flexible, more adaptive, and the results will be better. But the moment you focus on the results, then you're taking away possible chances that you can make to make improvements on what you're doing because you're worried about the risks. But if you're focused on just the process, you're more flexible. You can do things that you didn't think you can do because you're just allowing yourself to connect to what you're doing. And so do this in your life. Look at how you're looking at things, how you're meeting your obligations, how you're creating your life. Is your life a bunch of goals or are you setting an intention and learning to vibrate this intention? I'd like to tell you about Sing Flutes. These are flutes that are made by me. They're handcrafted Native American style flutes designed for sound healing. 
The flutes are tuned to the frequency of 432 hertz, the harmonic intonation of nature. The fundamental note of each flute is in a key to vibrate a particular chakra. Whether you are playing for others or yourself, listening to 432 hertz music resonates inside the body. In fact, they did a medical study where they hooked people up to a brain and heart monitor and played different instruments to them. The Native American style flute had the most impact in relaxing them. If you're a yoga teacher, it's a great instrument to incorporate into your classes. What I do is I have an app on my iPad that has the sounds of nature, and I'll put on the sounds of rain and play over this to the students at the end of the class. It's a very intuitive instrument to play. There's no musical knowledge necessary to get started. Each flute is unique since they're handmade. I put different artwork on them. I put mantras on them related to the chakras that they're tuned to. So go check them out at singflutes.com, S-I-N-G-H-F-L-U-T-E-S.com. Use the discount code, the story of me podcast and get 10% off. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed the program. For homework, yeah, check it out. Are you setting intentions or are you setting goals? And how are you focused? Are you focused on the result or on the process? Learn to enjoy that process. Take an inventory of how you approach everything from your hobbies to your job to your relationships. Are you focused on the process or are you looking at the goal? And this will tell a lot about your anxiety and your suffering. Okay, again, continue to support the podcast by sharing it with a friend, rating and reviewing it on iTunes. And if you're enjoying the content, make a contribution. Go to the storyofmepodcast.com to the contact page, and there's a donate button. Make a contribution to help support the expenses. Okay, you can follow me on all social media. Instagram, Facebook, the links are on the website, thestoryofmepodcast.com. Submit your own questions for the program. And until then, from the podcast that awakens your inner power through awareness and understanding, allow love to be the current that carries your words and actions. Why, Guru, why, Guru, why?